Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I guess, about the, uh, I feel like I'm going to let you guys down. It's just, and I'm, I'm always surprised that you guys haven't guessed what's going on, but I guess Maddie knows this part of the story, but it's what it leads to. But I guess, Emma, what I will tell you, completely out of context, unless you understood what this means, is that Maddie came over about two months ago, and finally I sat down and I watched Galaxy Quest. Oh yes. <laughs> okay, good. That's I a good like reaction. There was a little bit of sleeping through there. There was a little bit Look, of sleeping through the there. Look, toward the end, I I will admit it was I, was, it was I was a little bit sleepy. I know. I, I, I do actually feel really bad about that, and I do need your to wonderful wife home. Sarah gave up after about fifteen minutes, yeah. which bless her heart. Yeah, but I finally got it done, and it's a good thing because then also today's a very important day, which I'll go into why. But watching Galaxy's Edge means that Maddie. Galaxy Quest. Gal- what, Galaxy's Edge. I'm already in Star Galaxy's Wars, Edge. mate. So I'm you're done. In, you're See? in Disneyland. Well, you're it doesn't Disneyland. matter, mate. Hey, I've watched it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've watched it. So uh, moving on. Yeah, Galaxy's, Qu- uh, Galaxy's Quest. My God. Galaxy Quest, uh, which means that Maddie um, kind of owes me one. Um, at least that's what he told me a couple of years ago. He's like, if you watch Galaxy Quest, what were you going to watch, Maddie? James Bond. James Bond. Today is October 5th, right? Yeah. I found out a couple of days ago. I thought this had come and gone months ago. October 5 is the 60th anniversary of the world premiere of Dr. No, the very first official Bond film. Sean Connery's numero uno, Dr. No, premiered in England on October 5, 1962. It's the 60th anniversary today. Today. You, you have said, now, Emma and I, big Bond fans, we've talked mm. about just off air, us three, but just doing some Bond stuff, occasionally watching it, at least introducing you to the world of Bond. And I figured, once I realised that today was the anniversary, and me having watched Galaxy Quest, geez, I nearly stumbled both words there, uh, that maybe, I mean, it's kind of now or never. And it was almost like a, you know, can I sign you up, good sir, to finally open up your... James Bond campaign. After on the weekend, you actually had a go at me saying, if I didn't have to wait for you to watch it with me, I would have mm. watched almost all of them by now, which is 100% true. Yeah, because <laughs> if you want to cast your mind back, I think two houses and at least <laughs> one child ago, yeah, yeah. you did have me over yeah. and I watched... Because you had this weird list. You made mm. me watch, was it Casino Royale first? Well, yeah, that was, we were doing this weird, I, I think I wanted to get, I was going to do like Dr. No and, and watch like uh, as they were made, right? And then we got mm. close enough to um, at least when No Time Did I was supposed to come out uh, the first time. And so I, I'm like, oh, screw all the older ones. I'll just go the Daniel Craig ones. Then we'll go back and watch the history and then make you rewatch the Daniel Craig ones and see if you watch them and have a different opinion on them having watched like the entire franchise rather than mm. just cold Daniel Craig. So yeah, we did watch Casino Royale and I said, all right, well, you know, a couple of weeks time, we'll get back together and, uh, and watch Quantum of Solace. And yeah, I mean, that was two years ago. Um, I want to say, so yeah. you're, you're right. You raise a fantastic yeah. point. Um, Cause I think, I think maybe even like a year ago, one of them was on TV and I was like, where does this one sit? And you were like, turn it off immediately. <laughs> Do not watch it. I and think... I'm like, but it's here. Yeah, it's you're on. like, Yeah, you were like, Moonraker, should I watch it? I'm like, no, for several reasons. But 
Is that what it was? Is that the one? No, I, 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 can't, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. It was. Mm. They're all the time. There's 25 of the fucking things, so it's very yeah. hard to um to try and remember that. But uh, yeah, I yeah, mean, well, I've, I've been done waiting. I've been done. I mean, technically, I don't owe you one. Technically, no, we're due for the next one because it's like I watched. I watched Casino Royale two years ago, and yeah. you only just—it was going to be one for one—and you only—and you only just watched Galaxy Quest a couple of months ago. So was... it's not so much that I owe you one; it's—it's it's just finally my turn again. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what it is. Ab- and as you pointed out in the past, because you've got a long list of stuff that I, I you want me to watch, and uh, mine, I'm like, well, I got 25 bonds. You're like, okay, let's go one for one, mm. which was like genesis of this version, you know, of yeah. a. Of a, of a rewatch or first time watch sort of campaign that we were going to turn into a chapter of the podcast. And yeah. then it quickly became in my favor. It was like, if you watch 25 Bonds, I'll watch one of your movies, um, which is awful. And basically, I just get Emma here to help peer pressure you. So, um, mm. <laughs> good. I need, I need another fan. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, I almost feel like at this point, like I'm not going to do it, but I feel like at this point, I should almost go back and rewatch Casino Royale, but I'm, I'm like I'm not just just for the record I'm not. <laughs> but I feel like it's been so long at this point. If you want me to pick up some kind of weird context clues or some kind of history about Bond, I feel like I probably should go back and watch it. But I'm not. Well, as far as current day stuff, we're kind of in the wilderness now. There's no new movies coming out. They haven't even got an actor, which I might touch on in a sec. But uh, yeah, it, it, I almost want to sit you down and make you do it. I'm going to somewhat call it the hard way. I mean, Emma, if you're going to introduce him to it, mm-hmm. how would you do... Do you go back and go, you're going to start from Connery or do you go, look, get into Craig? Do you pick your favourite? Pick one from each actor because there's been six. Like, how, I don't know. It's like it's easy with Star Wars. It's like, do you start at episode four or episode one? Bond, it's like, it's it's anything, right? Cause yeah. They're not sequels to each other. No, they're, they're all kind of standalone. So I guess, yeah, it depends. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my 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 main knowledge base of James Bond is Austin Powers, yes. um, and that one episode of Star Trek where they made fun of of James Bond, and then I've seen the car on skis, maybe like the invisible car on skis, like a Pierce Brosnan one. Mm. Oh, on I, ice. Yeah, yeah, maybe that, and some kind of vertical rocket. And a guy fell down. And all I really want to see is the movie that has the Lotus that turns into the submarine. That is mm. all I care about at this point. Yeah. That's all I want to see. Because that is that just feeds into the Transformers nerd in me as a kid. <laughs> That's all I want. Well, from memory, I don't remember exactly which film. I, I want to I wager a guess and say, for your eyes only, which is Roger Moore from about... 81 or so um that's like bang in the middle it doesn't matter whether you start at the start Mm. or you start from craig you got a fair bit of work to do before you get up to the lotus so yeah right are you gonna do it can we do it to you can i make you do it peer pressure peer pressure yeah i've i've been down for two years yeah man this is this is where I this is where i need to insert the um the audio that i've sent you probably five times at this point of (laughs) Of the of the three like the trio nerds from Buffy, yeah, um, there are all these nerds and they're just like debating who the best um, James Bond is. And one's mm. like, oh, it's Connery, and the other one's, oh no, it's Roger Moore. And then the the, the dumb one in the middle, like you know how like, there's the three hyenas from The Lion King, and there's that one dumb one, Ed. Yep. The the the, the evil trio version goes, 
I think Timothy Dalton's the best. And they're all just like smack banging straight <laughs> on the back of the head. So that's 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 my knowledge of, of comparative bonds. I don't think that's a controversial and, opinion. And was was the most recent I don't know why I'm whispering, but was the most recent one shit, did I hear? Was was the final Daniel Craig one oh, a bit well, of a a bit of a wah, wah on that? I mean, I, I can only assume now that it's been on Amazon for free for months now. Em, have you finally watched it? You I haven't have yet? not. No. Wow, 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 wow. Holy fan. shit. No, well, I mean, it, it's a weird... Because when was it supposed to come out? I want to say April 2020, right? And then it got punched back to like November 2020. And then it was November 2021. And I didn't see it until January 2022. Um, and uh, and then, yeah, like it's, I, I, I own it, I think. Yeah, no, I own it. It's upstairs, unwrapped, obviously. And uh, it's free on Prime. But I kept checking in with you like every couple of weeks going, come on. It's going to leave cinema soon. Please go and see. You've got to go and watch this in the cinemas. And like, you know, you got a lot of shit going on. You're like, I can't right now. And then I just, I haven't checked back in with you for a couple of months. But I get, it's it's one of those ones where it's like the hype builds up. And if you miss like that moment, if you miss the peak of the hype. Yeah, I missed wow. it. I, yeah, I missed yeah, the yeah. hype. But uh, yeah, Ooh. I kind of, I had it, spo- well, I mean, it's months and months later. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was kind of spoiled for me. So I, I know uh, roughly what happens and why people would be upset with the outcome, I suppose. Mm, mm. Yeah. Mm. That's a shame. That's a, yeah. Halle Berry's back. Well, we, we were promised a Jinx spinoff for so many years. And, uh, well, finally she came back. It was kind of like an endgame moment. Just mm. like and she different... killed Daniel Craig. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making shit up at this point. Well, I mean, she no, she, that would only happen if she came back as Catwoman. And it's just like, fuck, Ooh. all bets are off, right? <laughs> I The only reason Ooh. I kind of want to throw you to the wolves and do Dr. No first is mm-hmm. because, and I don't know if Emma knows this, but Maddie is a real um, avoider of, like, period pieces. Is that fair to say, Maddie? Like, generally speaking? Anything typically like World War One, World War Two based. All right. I find it very hard to stay awake. Even f- even my beloved Chris Evans in Captain America, like after he gets the serum and does that chase through New York and the guy escapes on the submarine, up until there, awesome. When he starts doing the USO stuff, <laughs> movie's over. It's done. It's done. <laughs> I'm not going to start that debate again. No, and neither will I, but for different reasons. Because, uh, you know, we got a Team Iron Man fan over there. Charming, a, charming away. You just outed yourself, Maddie. <laughs> hey, I I made three. That's all I've got to say. That's all I've got to say. For all of that one, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay. Well, how do you, what about night? How, how do you feel about the sixties then? And when I say that, because it's a okay, uh, fair to say this too. Then um, it's it's a bit of a slow one, old uh, old Doctor No. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it and when i say yeah. a while i mean like 10 years maybe yeah right um <laughs> so i don't really remember the old ones mm. i just like it will be interesting to see it through a lens of like modern day society and you know like the treatment of women and yeah right all of that stuff. He, <laughs> yeah spoiler alert How... he doesn't mind slapping a woman like a couple of times <gasps> in the movie i've heard that he's yeah. like Calm down, smack. How close do we get to, like, Don Adams in Get Smart? Like, the original, like, Get Smart from the 60s. Are we... Because that I can watch on repeat without a problem. Hmm. Like, is there a shoe phone? Does he does he pull off a loafer and it's a shoe... Uh, a phone at any point? 
There's definitely shoe gadgets. Um, okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm done. That's it. I'm sold. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the one stipulation you have. It must have. Yeah. Must have it must be a shoe-related <laughs> gadget. That's not a knife. It can't be one of those little knives that pokes out of the heel or the toe. That doesn't count. It's got to be some <laughs> kind of gadget. Well, it's interesting when you said the um, the Pierce Brosnan like uh, the car on skis, or it was. I think it was just on ice at that point. I think I feel like skis come into. Geez, I feel like maybe the first Timothy Dalton one. Speaking of him, I feel like maybe oh. a ski popped out of like the bonnet of the car. Like it was like you know. Uh, became almost like an actual like um, snow ski uh, as opposed to like skis under the wheels. But in that, that final one, Die Another Day, uh, which was a Madonna one, it was like gadget, so gadget heavy to the point where four years later when they reboot it with Daniel Craig, they're like, okay, no gadgets. We're not doing, this is such, we we lost our way. We like Right. Not doing any of that. No. <laughs> That's probably why like- I was a little disappointed with Casino Royale then. Because I was like, the closest gadget we got was like the gun in the glove box. I'm like, yeah. come on. And I feel like that's the go that like the get the gadgets certainly move on, but it wasn't probably even in the Connery era. It wasn't a real big thing. They sort of like got more and more as they went along. But I feel like, and again, I'm I haven't seen Doctor No in a, in a few years either, but. I feel like there might only even be two, and one of them is just his handgun. Like, he gets given a Walther PPK, and it's like, that's his gadget. And it's not like it's it recognises his fingerprint like in later films. It's just his gun. And the other one is like, I don't know, uh, a, a, you know it may as well be a Swiss Army knife or something. Like, it's a, this will unlock any door. It's, they, they, it's not a thing until it becomes a thing, and then that becomes the gag for like 10 or 15 films. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and then Austin Powers started making fun of that by parroting the idea of like having these ridiculous gadgets, and then Bond itself went, "Oh, we should parody the parody and have an invisible fucking car." And it's like, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Um, even ba- even Batman was like, "Nah, that's too far. That's too a little far. bit right." Yeah, no, I want I want like garrot wire coming out of the watch. I want like the fountain pen with knockout gas in it. Like I want. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. That's the kind of stuff I want. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of Rosa Klebb uh, from uh, from Russia with Love, um, the female henchman. I'm pretty sure she has a knife that comes out of a shoe, and like that's a- <laughs> so she just has like little ninja kicks, but has like a knife that comes out of the shoe, and it's like gadgets for the bad guys. Um, Excellent. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a thing. But I'm like, I I almost want to throw to the wolves, and I was thinking about this earlier today, and I'm like, I should just get Manning a bank. Straight over on the weekend, you come in to watch it. But I don't know the length of Doctor. I want to say, you know, it's like an hour forty or something. Like it was probably long for its time. Maybe it's longer. Mm. Maybe it's, maybe it's like an eighty-five minute film. But it just, it yeah. There's a lot of like you know slow dissolves between scenes and even shots in scenes. And I feel like Star the first, Wipe. yeah, basically the first like five minutes, it's like there's no dialogue and um you know when they're trying to fill scenes they just play, they go real heavy on the bond theme like bond walks into his hotel and sean connery's in a suit walking around his hotel room for the first time and i'm like guys calm down like this isn't cool but i don't know it's just like hey it's 1962 we've got a character who has theme music we better play it like now it's like he says something really suave to a bad guy and they sort of throw out the uh you know the the theme or whatnot so um yeah um and you know baffles me and that i think could have been especially back in the day could have been a multi-billion dollar idea is why did they never have a crossover between bond and charlie's angels 
Ooh, I reckon at the height of its campiness, that probably would have like you can I mean, see how that would work. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to see what would happen if um, Bond tried to slap one of the um, <laughs> one, one of the angels because then it would be it'd be a Batman v Superman scenario where it's like, okay, who's going to win? You know, Farrah Fawcett or Sean Connery? Like mm. that's that's a celebrity death match I'd want to watch. Ooh, uh, okay. Uh, I've got mine in my head, Emma. Who, if you had to cross over a Bond with Charlie's Angels, which Bond, which era, which actor are you going with? Well, it depends on what era of Charlie's Angels. Yeah, that's true, right? I true. think I think by default I selected my Angels based on which Bond I've picked. Oh, yeah. Or you think I've went Roger Moore? Just with the like, it's kind of serious but still campy. Plenty of gadgets. He like you watch it. He's not that serious. I'm like, I don't really necessarily buy you as like this hardcore. Let's speak. We coming from like Connery, who is real rough and stuff, and like you know, he's coming out with a big hairy chest and he's like aggressive. And then Roger Moore, not a hair on that man's body, and he's like very well mannered, wearing three piece suits, and everything's perfect that he says, and very old school. But at the same time, I think it was just sort of aware of itself enough that it probably. I mean, I don't know. I didn't watch enough of the Farrah Fawcett era of Charlie's Angels, but um, I oh, kind of can't. Kate, Kate Jackson. Oh, Kate Jackson. Mm. I just I don't know how much I can see Ch- uh, Cameron Diaz and 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 Co crossing over with 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 any Bond, but that is a fun thought. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Sam Rockwell is a villain in that. I feel like. Oh yes, uh, he was so good. Yeah, that's like a Pierce Brosnan level villain. Yeah, you're right. But see, I can't see I can't see Pierce Brosnan and Drew Barrymore together. Like that just yeah, that seems Ooh. wrong. That I reckon seems wrong. I can. I reckon I can see Pierce Brosnan's. Yeah, you f- I think you feel that. I can that, see Pierce then... Brosnan getting the shit kicked out of him by Drew Barrymore because I can't see any of them putting up with his shit. But then again, my my main like if when you say Pierce Brosnan in my head, I go straight to Mrs. Doubtfire. So I haven't seen cool Pierce Brosnan. I've seen annoying <laughs> British Pierce right. Brosnan. So and Brosnan too, I feel like because he was my introduction. My first Bond experience was Tomorrow Never Dies in 1997. So that I was makes al- sense. I was 11, went to the cinemas with mum and dad to watch it. And they're like laughing at all the jokes with Q and a lot of throwbacks and like repetitive jokes throughout the series and stuff. And, and between that and 97, watching it for the first time, not knowing a thing other than like it was a cool action film. Michelle Yeoh is in that one, Maddie. Um, and 1999 with um, uh, The World Is Not Enough, I was obsessed in two years i become an absolute nut for the franchise uh but i feel like his first one which was goldeneye uh that was like i feel like that's the last of the old bonds it's a real sort of i don't know maybe it's the, t- the way that it's shot it's a little bit dirty it's a little bit grainier in, in a lot of it and the russian sort of the cold war stuff of it whereas come two years later 97 it's a bit more of like the beginning of new bond and not quite craig but like I don't know. I think I feel like the Brosnan era is a lot different to everything else before it. They're all different from each other, but I feel like at least the first three are kind of in their own. Like Connery and Lazenby and and Moore, you know, sameish enough. Dalton's like his own thing, but he's kind of like Brosnan. And then yeah, Craig. I don't know. I'm and and saying that I'm interested to see like where it goes now that we've had like all the campy stuff and then the super serious stuff grounded stuff like Craig. Are they going to try and go for somewhere in the middle or is this where we are now? Because are we ever going to get back to Bond that you know sleeps with three women in a movie and it's all and like gadget heavy and stuff? Because Daniel Craig was not about that life at all. 
I don't know if you'll ever see that version no. again. Probably for the best. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm here clamoring for it. Don't, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a simple man for uh, for old school um, requests or anything. But uh, yeah, it's just funny how, for like, for the sake of inclusivity, it probably wouldn't be all women for like for the next for the next well, Bond. You know, he'd be he'd be a little more fluid. Yeah. Be a little more. You know. Do you remember that M reading about, like, Craig? He said that. He wanted to, like... I feel very early on, and he was like, I want to see that. He goes, it'll never happen, but I would love to see that in my time as Bond, him actually have to sleep with a guy to get the information. He's like, Bond, like, he loves his Mm. women, but, like, he would do anything to get the job done. Like, why haven't we seen him do that yet? And he would like to be the one to to have done it. I do remember when he was first cast as James Bond, there was, like, I don't... I don't know if he did like some interviews or something, but there was a lot, of, a lot of controversy about mm. him in the role. And I, I even remember like my own mother being like, "Oh, I don't know." Like, apparently there, there was like in some interview he said he didn't know how to drive a manual car or something. And it was like Bond only drives manual cars. <laughs> oh, how's he going to drive the car? <laughs> like, oh know. my lord! <laughs> I'm pretty sure when uh, Jurassic World came out. No one was worried that Chris Pratt didn't know how to actually train dinosaurs. <laughs> Don't understand. Bond drives manual cars. Well, is it just a movement or is it a website where it was like bondnotblonde.com was a thing. People were so pissed oh. off that they'd hide because you look at Connery. Brunette, Lazenby, Brunette, uh, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, all brunettes. Interesting. Daniel Craig comes out and he's a sandy blonde, and everyone's like, "Well, this is a travesty, right?" And like, you skip ten years later down the track, and they're like, "Idris Elba," and you're like, "Whoa, man! These these fanboys of 2004 would not know what to do with themselves." All of a sudden, it's like, "You worried about a guy with maybe kind of blonde hair? How about like the sexiest black man alive?" And you're gonna we're gonna throw him in. He's a DJ in real life. You think he knows how to drive manual? He probably does. He's Idris Elba. <laughs> what doesn't the man know how to do? There was also a thing, uh, I think only yesterday, I don't know um, whether you saw it, Em, it was Michael G. Wilson, one of the like long-term producers, Matty. He's married to uh, Barbara Broccoli, who's the daughter of uh, Cubby Broccoli, who was the original producer and the guy behind the Bond franchise. They're, those two Sorry, are married. I'm just need to cut you off for a second there. Yes, yeah, Did you're right. you just, with, without, without any like pause there, you just said the name Cubby Broccoli. Like it wasn't just the wildest name Man. in the entire Man, world. I've been a Bond fan for twenty five years, all right. I've got I've gotten used to the term. His his name's Albert Broccoli, but his his nickname was Cubby, so I just skipped straight to Cubby. Cubby Broccoli. Why have you not been leading with this stuff, Mitchell? <laughs> this is the stuff that gets me involved. I could have got you in five years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Albert Cubby Broccoli. <laughs> Might even be Albert Ooh. R. Cubby Broccoli. I've learned two things about you tonight, Maddie. Anything with gadget shoes? And yep. vegetable, <laughs> vegetable names. Broccoli, broccoli is one of the funniest words in, in the English language. Broccoli is one of the funniest words in the English language. I will die on that hill. But Cubby Broccoli, as a human name, as an actual, suddenly makes every Bond girl's name the most legitimate name in the entire world. Yeah. They could get what's her name from Austin Powers, Ivana Humpalot, put her in an actual <laughs> Bond film, and it would be way more legitimate than. Can you imagine if there was a, a chick rocked up in Bond and her name was Cubby Broccoli? People would lose their mind and go, that is too far. That is too ridiculous. A, it's not even a pun. But B, that's that's not a real human name. Meanwhile, one of the producers is like, 
That's my name. Hey, yo, That's... over here. <laughs> yo, what up? Cubby, cubby broccoli in a house. Wow. <laughs> All right, you talk about you talk about the before I go on and waffle with something absolutely boring. What do you know? What which which names have like transcended being a fan of the franchise? Right, you haven't watched any of these movies short of Casino Royale, which you know strips back a lot. I don't even think there's any fun Bond girl names in there, right? So what what do you know? I mean, Pussy Galore. I'll give Pussy that. Galore. Because everyone knows Pussy Galore. How could you um, not know Pussy Galore? I know there's the joke about Denise Richards, Richards about coming in Christmas or something or other. Yeah. Um, Christmas comes once a year or whatever it is. <laughs> Please say coming in Christmas again. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, see, I'm going straight to all the Bond villains. Okay. Uh, not the Bond, sorry, all the um, Austin Powers um, names. I'm going straight to those. Yep. All right. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. My favorite one comes from <laughs> Moonraker. And Emma, I'm going to private message you what, what, her, <laughs> what her name is. Um. <laughs> okay, I've just sent it to you, Em. So uh, you can react to that one. <laughs> like, come on, how, how? Like, there are there are horses and greyhounds with like a tenth more uh, as offensive names that don't get across the line in the racing industry in Australia. That is an actual character name, isn't it? Um, and she, um, she's like an astrophysicist or something, right? She works like NASA and then works with the Hugo Drax, the the guy behind Moonraker. Um, oh, I can't wait till Maddie. I can't wait till Maddie gets up to that. If you don't, th- if you, <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. Maddie, if you can't believe that Broccoli is a real name, wait till you get to this <laughs> this lovely female character, um, strong female character from uh, from Moonraker. Actually, there's a bunch of them. Um, there's a title of one of the films. It's a it's a female character. Um, but uh, yeah. oh, is that wait? So pussy, wait, 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 wait. So pussy galore isn't in octopussy. Is that what you're saying? Is octopussy a different thing to pussy galore? Okay. Well, you're aware of the pussy names. Yes, octopussy is a different character. Time. <laughs> Just the straight white man audacity of this franchise. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's so good. This is like I was kinda hoping for all of this, like watching the films to get like a little preview of this, just a little teaser. I love it. This is brilliant. This is kind of what I'd envisioned. This is what I'd hoped really, for. Because the the Star Trek do a knockoff of it because there's a British character in there and he like wants to be James Bond, so he goes to the holodeck and he pretends he's James Bond. And like the scientist girl, her name is literally like Teddy Bear. Like, (laughs) that suddenly seems more legitimate than half of these. Octopussy. Is is that. It's like Madonna. That's her only name, I believe. I mean, I'm sure they've already been done by people who know about this already, but I'm surely there's got to have been a lot of jokes attached to Octo Mum. Because wasn't there an Octo Mum? (laughs) Yeah. Surely there's got to be some kind of connection there. Yeah, I'm sure there would have been a. A uh, remake of a film. Like if she, if she doesn't have if she doesn't have a tram stamp that says Octopussy, then <laughs> what was the point in having eight kids at that point? Like <laughs> said the man without children. It's like I can only I can I can I can only see this being the point. <laughs> Why else? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, to go back to wow. my boring point, but uh, Mr. Wilson, who's married to Miss Broccoli, uh, daughter of Cubby. Um, he came out yesterday and I must have been in the lead up to the whole anniversary thing and they were asking him about uh, 
uh, about casting the, the the next Bond, and they and he said, "Look, no, we're we've got no one." Which, of course, what else is he going to say? Because if he says they're thinking of ten people, we're going to try and investigate who those ten people are. But we've got no one. But what he is saying is they're not looking at young actors. He said it just doesn't work. Bond is supposed to be a veteran. He's supposed to be, have seen some action. He's been in the SAS. He's been in the Navy or whatever. He's seen some. He's been through the wars. That's good because I don't. Literally. I don't want to see KJ Apa be like the next Bond. Like, yeah, and only know, the last. I feel like he's got to be forty. He's got to be at least forty. Well, I'd read like years ago, right? The Tom Holland pitched an idea to Sony, who make Bond, or at least did at the time, the idea of a young James Bond film. And Sony, having gone through development hell for years, trying to make Uncharted somehow merged the two projects and was like, hang on, young James Bond, not sure about that. Uncharted's not working. Why don't we make a young Nathan Drake Uncharted unofficial origin story? And that's sort of that's how that came. But he still since must have hinted, hey, look, you know, I'd love to play Bond one day. The problem with Tom Holland, and I love the man, what is he, 25, 26 or something? He looks like that. he's 17, right? He can still play yeah. a high school student because he still looks like a high school school student. I, For me, like an actor playing Bond needs to be like 38 minimum, right? I'm 36. I don't look like a 36-year-old. That's not saying I look young. I just look like a man-child. Like that's, that's not me holding on to youthful looks. I might have like, hey, there's not a wrinkle here, but that hairline's going way back. I can't wear headphones too far forward because then it's just like, it's like, where does it begin? Where does it end? I couldn't play that character, right? I don't look like a proper man 36. I, you know, but 38, that seems like a, a good age to me. So I can only imagine that being good news. They're like, yeah, we appreciate the KG appers or or the, uh, what's the bloke from Stranger Things, the Aussie that they keep wanting to cast as the human torch. Yeah, Dacre oh, Montgomery, Dacre Montgomery. Right? Like that sort of, or a Taron Egerton or something like that. Like even him, like, oh, he, well, should play, he should play Wolverine. I'm like, he doesn't look rough enough to play a Wolverine. And I love oh, Taron Egerton. He I'm could. sure he could, but like, I don't look at him and like, yeah, rough and stuff. Anyway, that's got nothing to do with Bond. Um, yeah, do do you agree? As like a long term fan, right? Like, that's is that kind of where you wanna you wanna go? Like, you need someone old enough, right? Yeah. When they when I saw that article that came out about like, ooh, is Tom Holland the next James Bond? I was like, God, no, please. <laughs> like, you're yeah. not one to like aggressively like do anything, but I feel like you DM'd me an aggressive like, no. Don't make like out of con. Like I feel like you know I'm always the one like throwing just barbs at you and they're like, hey, let's talk about nerd stuff. And you like out of nowhere just like this. Please no, don't make this happen, right? Like you're like I love Tom, I love Bond. They're 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 exclusive from one another, right? They don't have to. They're not together. That's fine. Let's keep them separate. So is there is there some kind of written or unwritten rule? that they have to cast a British actor? Like, at any point, no. are they going to go, are they going to go, hey, let's cast Mark Wahlberg and see what kind of Pommy accent he can do? Like, is that... Do you think that would enrage the, the Bond fans more than when they did, like, a blonde um, Bond? Or, like, what happens if they cast <gasps> an American? As long as the American can do an okay accent, like if mm. they get on there and start doing some weird, like half-assed Cockney accent, you're like, yeah, this isn't right. Like, so yeah. they're they're not going to be letting them watch Gwyneth Paltrow in Shakespeare in Love or anything like that as a as a primer to get <laughs> get the accent down. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, and even of the, there's been six actors that have played him in the the official films. Only two of them have actually been British, England, British 
actors. You had obviously Connery. Oh yeah, of course, Connery's. Um, like, he's Scottish. Yeah. No explanation. Like I think you know maybe in the extended canon, like in in Skyfall, they said like, well, his family. Its heritage is in Scotland, and that could have just—I mean, I don't know the books, I don't know the history of the actual character from Fleming's novels or anything. But um, they don't. It's—he it's, works for Her Majesty's Secret Service, which will change. Yeah. Imagine the, Bond. The next Bond that comes along will work for His Majesty's Secret Service. We've never oh, had this shit. Snap. Oh hell yeah! We got. There's a movie called On Her Majesty's Secret Service. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, mm. shit. That, that's, you know, it's a, now it's a real-time piece. But um, I suppose Star Trek's been doing it since the 80s when they cast Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard yeah. from France <laughs> and never once mentioned... <laughs> he even goes home at one point to a, to a vineyard in France. Yeah, right. That was his family home. Never address it. Yeah. Never address it. And I can, I, I'm trying to think of what otherwise Connery might have sounded like in the early 60s onwards and how that compares to you know him in the movies to real life. But um, like, I'm, maybe he toned it down or he was just like, I talk like this and you're going to have to deal with it. I'm a British agent. And then you had George Lazenby, who was Australian. Um, and Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One off. He was like, he wasn't even an actor. Was he like a car salesman or some shit, Emma? Do you remember that? Like, It was... Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know the full backstory, but it was yeah. a very random casting. Yeah, wow. absolutely plucked out of nowhere. He did one film and then was like, I am out of here. I'm not into this franchise bullshit. I've got it made right now. And then, well, he's the guy give that me played a, Give Bond me a Toyota once. Camry any day. Absolutely. Something like that. He's like a model or he'd, he'd done like, I'm sure back in the 60s, it's like everyone did. You're a bit, you're a bitza, right? You did a bit of everything. Uh, and then you had Roger Moore, who was British. Timothy Dalton, or oh, geez, I'm testing myself now. I'm trying to think of where where he's from. I have to look that up. And Pierce Brosnan, I think, is at least of Irish descent. Maybe he was born. Maybe he went through there when his mother was giving birth, or something. Like he's probably spent most of his time in England. And then Daniel Craig um, is uh, is the second and uh, of of the two British actors. So yeah, there's no like hard and fast rule. But the more people that get brought up, uh, like you know, you've got your Tom Hardys, you've got your Idris Elbas, and you've got you know your uh, your Tom Hiddlestons and stuff. All of them seem to be people that were born and raised in in Mother England. So uh, it'll be interesting mm. to see where they go. An American would be interesting, but like you said that 10 years ago, that might have, or 15 years ago when uh, when Craig was um, uh, introduced, I wonder whether that, that would have been huge. But now, I mean, it's like, well, we're talking about, you know, getting a black guy in there. And, there, and but for five years, it's been like, why can't a woman be Bond? And it's like, okay, well, yeah. like now all bets are off, right? And, you know, like... It's a dangerous conversation for two white men to have. Uh, <laughs> but like you and I have talked about it. Too. It's like, hey, it's nothing against, yeah. you know, hey, w- womanness and 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 lady, lady, lady performers. Um, but it's just like, come on, like, can we? We had Jinx, right? Like, Jinx is a bad example, but like, let's write another character and stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 that Hollywood trope that they're doing at the moment, where everything needs to be remade with female. Yeah, not be, not because they want to do it, but because they want to get brownie points for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think there is actually some like payout that studios get for like diversity. Um, so having like female leads or like people mm. of color or whatever. Um, but yeah, tax just, tax breaks. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's it's just like there are so many great female actors, and there are like so many great stories that could be told. Why not just create something new for them? Mm. I mean, the history of Bond being that kind of misogynistic man. How are you? How are you going to portray that same character as a female? It just doesn't make sense. 
and I, I, I felt the same way. Even like I love like I think Idris Elba is fantastic. I think he, like when I say thirty eight, it's a good place to start. I feel like Idris Elba might be a bit too old to start because I want to see someone you know have their four or five film tenure, and like that's probably going to take. Like Craig made five films over. Uh, 16 years I mean there was you know there was a lot of breaks in between that are unusual like the generally speaking look at Roger Moore every two years he was pumping him out Uh, Connery pumped out one a year for the first four of his films I think it was 62 63 64 and yeah I think it was then 65 yeah and then 67 Um, so they just they were they were just coming out all the time every two years generally speaking um, all through the Pierce Brosnan years as well Um, you had breaks between actors I think between Dalton and Brosnan there was six years and then there was four with Craig but then Craig had like six years between so it was it's crazy um they're trying to like you know make it all fit like that but then when you I don't know with with Idris I think I'm like I just feel like he he could start now sure he could do a one-off great but I don't want to see like a 60 year old we had that with Roger Moore he was like 58 when he stopped playing Bond Idris Elba I dare say is probably going to look better at 58 than what Roger Moore did Roger Moore looked fine but he looked like a 58 year old in the 80s um whereas Idris Elba might be able to pull it off but I'm like I just feel like yeah you need to start a little bit younger so we might have missed our turn for for having um, him along the way. But like you said, with the misogynistic side of stuff, even though they might not go back to, he's not going to be having derogatory comments. He's not going to be, oh, you know, open palm slapping women down for whatever reason, you know, like Connery did in the sixties or anything. But um, I've even felt like that with maybe bringing in an actor of color, because I feel like Bond, some of his um, arrogance and his self-righteousness comes from that, long gestated sort of old school money like white money and and privilege that his family has had not even in a racism or racist sort of way or anything like that but just the idea that he's this english gentleman that's come from wealth you know maybe he's not uber rich but he's been he's been all right he's been privileged enough and that's been generational for for many 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 years and decades and and whatnot and i think that works better for that character than maybe idris elba or another actor of color or something like that now maybe if you completely reinvent the character that doesn't mean anything but i mean how you can only reinvent the character or any character so many times before it's not the character anymore right so um i mean who knows i I feel like a lot of the changes that they seem to make in hollywood you know trying to you know like you said you know tick certain boxes and go for certain tax breaks and hashtag diversity and stuff i feel like there's still there's something about the the broccolis that um they still want to they they want to bring it into the new but they still like that traditional sense of what the what the character is and then they're never one that's gone for a big actor like Everyone says, oh, who's going to be the next Bond? And I'm like, I don't think we know the person who's going to play the next Bond. I hope that we don't know. I don't know, Emily, you've like, oh, if we're going to pick someone like a Tom Hiddleston's great. And I'm like, I agree. Or Tom Hardy's probably a little bit rough and stuff, but I'm like, I like certain aspects of what he could bring. Or a Henry Cavill's got certain aspects, but I'm like, I feel like those names, because we know who they are from Mm. three, four, five, six different projects and different characters or even franchises for those guys, I feel like they're too big for it. Whereas I feel like Daniel Craig, when he got Bond, like, 
I'm like, oh, he was that guy who did a bad American accent in the first Tomb Raider film. Like, and he was in Layer Cake, like, the year before, and that was almost like his Bond audition or something. And Pierce Brosnan was Remington Steel, but they wanted him pre-Dalton. They they couldn't get him for, maybe because of Remington Steel. They wanted him pre-Timothy Dalton. So he was a nothing when they first wanted him, and they just he was obviously still um, good enough uh, to get when they uh, eventually did um, a statue. How would you so- feel about a, uh, a Killian Murphy Bond? Is he too mm. young? No, well, I, I mean, Killian, he's, geez, he, he's like, honestly, like, <laughs> throwing out some um, bad, maybe questionable terms. He, he might, he's like the white version of, of Black Don't Crack because I don't know how old that guy is. You could tell me he's 36. You could tell me he's 52. I'd believe both because mm. he looks, he has been around a while. But but he's I'm got gonna, a baby face though, doesn't he? Like he, he's he very on, much, just, yeah. And he's, he's Irish. He's 46. 46 years okay. God damn it. He could pull it off, though, I reckon. And he's I got suppose because the... the last time I saw him in something would have been like the first Batman movie. Yeah, okay. And that was, God, nearly 20 years ago now, wasn't it? So... Yeah, five. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And he's got the intensity. And I think um, he's not a bad pick. And I wonder whether he's almost still small enough. Like, he's kind of, he's one of those that guys. Because mm. like, I feel like isn't that isn't that the appeal of Bond? I'm assuming is it's that it's that dichotomy of having this sort of proper, distinguished English gentleman, unassuming, doesn't look like you know, looks like a bit of a, a punce, as my mother would say. <laughs> um, but then turns out he's actually a secret agent who's going to whoop your ass. Mm. Like that. That I feel like that's part of the appeal of it. Yeah. Um, you kind of want that. Like, yeah, if, if, you know, Henry Cavill walks into, you know, a bar in a tux and orders a martini shaken, not stirred, you're like, he's still going to fuck shit up. You can, like, he's going to be, <laughs> he's going to be tearing the seams on that tux. There's a reason he pumped his arms in Mission Impossible. Right? Yeah, re- because he's the a reload. Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually. I think, yeah, he'd, um, he'd pulled up. I'd, I mean, I couldn't help but smile during that because I'm thinking of Killian. I'm thinking of the different things that he's done. And then I'm like, oh, now I'm going to say a trigger word here for for Maddie. He's mm. he's he's done, you know, the Batman films. He's done Inception. He's done Dunkirk. People have called for Christopher Nolan to direct a Bond film. Killian is a multiplayer in Christopher Nolan films. Mm. Is this how we get that man to direct a Bond film? We bring a frequent collaborator. Is he's it doing too late um, for me Oppenheimer. to take all this back. I don't want it to get out there. Can we just oh, bleep this whole did you, section? Did you sorry, did you hear that Emmy? I think he already put it into the universe, right? <laughs> it's, it's out there. There's witnesses. <laughs> it's like tell us you want Nolan to direct a Bond film without telling us you want Nolan to direct a Bond film. Okay. That's kind of so- so what did you say? We're the, we're the 60th anniversary of the first Bond film. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It'll be about 60 years before I watch a Nolan <laughs> Bond film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to cover some ground. This would be fantastic. You never know. Like we'll chat through a couple of these movies, and by the you know by the end of that, he could be announced. You never know. So um, you know. So wanna... so do I have permission to just watch them by myself, or do I do I have to be supervised while I'm watching them? <sighs> You don't have to be supervised. I mean, part of me, it's... Yeah, I can't... That's why... Every 10 yeah. minutes, make sure you... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna give you a watch and it's going to be hooked up to my phone. It's going to have a pulse tracker. Um, I think the only reason why... And it, it sounds like I do just want to keep an eye on you for every film, but I think for Doctor No, just because it is, I think 
even if you, oh, I kind of have memories of Casino Royale from two years ago and you've seen bits and pieces on TV or like you said you grew up and your family were watching them and things, but you never actually sat down and watched one start to finish except for, for Casino. Um, I think though Doctor No is such a, it would be such a culture shock in a way that I don't know whether being there will be a detriment to the experience because I don't want you to feel the need to talk your way through it with me like oh my god and like yeah. moan and groan if you're not enjoying it or, or at the same time i don't want you knowing away from if i'm sitting at home knowing that you're watching it i don't want to sit there and go oh god it's going to be a long two hours until he checks in and tells me that he's finished like how many naps well, okay, are you having during let's 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 look at this one. okay you pick you pick one of each of the bond dudes mm. movies that i will watch with you the rest i'll do on my own okay and then, do you, would you would it make you feel more comfortable or make you feel more irritated if I like live tweet messaged you guys as I'm watching the other ones by myself? Like, are you gonna enjoy me yes. updating you through the film, or yeah. are you gonna be annoyed that I'm not paying attention to the film? No, one hundred percent. I I feel like you show enough respect to and the art, and I'll put it that way that you watch <laughs> that you will. You're not gonna be one of those people that just sort of sits there and, you know, scrolls through it. You, you know, you, you'd respectfully pause if you were really getting seriously into that sort of stuff. So that could be mm. fun because then we could actually read that out. If we're going to, you know, if we want to continue doing what we're doing now, that would be fun to sort of re- uh, read through your notes in uh, in order as you went through yeah. the film. We'll, we'll catch up. Every every time I finish a Bond actor, we'll catch we'll catch up yeah. and we'll just see, <laughs> we'll see where we're at. And may, maybe then I can just like, then I can grade my favorite Bonds. I can just yeah. be like, okay, well, Connery's here dalton's here yeah yeah that's yeah. not a, yeah that's not a um that's not a bad way to do it actually because uh, i've often thought about that when i'm trying to introduce someone i'm like oh should i just pick one from each actor's tenure doesn't help mm. with george Lazerby. he was one and done so his best is his worst but um like yeah connery had six i think moore had seven dalton had two pierce Brosnan had four and then craig had five yeah. um so yeah because I, I i mean it's it, it sounds fun but it also just in the in the in the aspect of actually getting through the films before the 70th anniversary of the first <laughs> Bond film, I'm like, if we try and wait for like you and I to watch them all together, it, you know. Uh, I mean, you you do. Raise I a could good point. I could be old enough to play Bond by yeah. the time we get to like the end of the Daniel Craig ones. You raise so a good I point. If you all... just you just you just pick one of each from your yeah. favourite actors. We'll get together for those ones when when the time comes. But in the meantime, I'll just go at my own pace and just you know. Well. I want to say Goldfinger is probably the best or maybe my favorite of the Connery films, but it's number three. And I feel like we almost need to catch up immediately after Dr. No, just to be like, all right, you've committed. Yeah. Do you regret it? Yes, you do. All right, let's talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not me even saying it's a bad film. I actually quite enjoy it. I enjoy a lot about it. And uh, there's a lot more to sort of, see it sets up the future and blah 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 as a, with each rewatch it's just not one that i often yeah. uh, often go back oh to. i'm the same if i was ever going to try to get you into star trek i'm not starting you with the kirk stuff yeah, like i know that i would though yeah i know you'd want to yeah. but i'm like no 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 no. let's let's go to like the ds9 voyager stuff we'll start we'll start in the two in the like late 90s and we'll do like peak star trek there and then we'll make you sit through the the shatner stuff yeah i mean i feel like after this i'll I'll owe you whatever you ask for. Um, so like, that would only be... Wow, well, uh, that's... that's, hey. that's You've just written me a blank check there, Mitchell Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it as soon as it left my mouth. So instant regret. <laughs> 
Mm. Well, I think what I can definitely add to the list is I'll make you watch just that one episode of Star Trek where they make fun of. Well, it's not make fun of. They do. They pay an homage to. It's Bond. an homage. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like there'd be a lot of jokes in there that you probably would enjoy um, more than I would. Yes, for sure. There's probably jokes. It's, it's it was made in like '96, but so I'm yeah. sure there's jokes that are even this many years later I have I didn't get them. And Archer, right? You're a massive fan of Archer. I love Archer so much. It is probably my top five like best written shows in existence. It is so <laughs> fucking funny and clever. Because I've never seen a second, and uh, you know, it was watched a lot more um, animation than I have. I was just watching for your reaction, and I just saw your eyes go really squinty, like, <laughs> hmm, interesting. I agree with the first couple seasons. Oh yeah, yeah. Some of the, so like Dreamland and and Treasure Island aren't great. They got me back with like 1999 though. Like that got me back in because I'm a sci-fi slut. So. <laughs> um, once, once it got to the comas, I was like, nah, this is... Yeah, the com- the comas are hard, but Vice is probably still one of my favourites. Like, just that whole season of Vice is... I love it. It's <laughs> so good. It's so good. Oh, that's all for my future, too. I'll, uh, I'll add it to the list, just to use a <laughs> tried and true term that I doesn't mean anything. List. Oh, how many, uh, I don't. How many, how many Bond movies are there? <sighs> Look, I think we're only going to give you the official ones to watch at this point. But uh, right. No Time to Die was the 25th. 25th. Well, there's only like 11 or 12 seasons of Archer. So maybe for like for every <laughs> one movie I watch, you can watch a season of Archer. Oh, okay. How many episodes yeah. per season? Though? Let's not sport, talk in Only like numbers. 10. Only like 10 at 20 okay. minutes a pop. Like that's not... Okay. Still some, of them, some of them are down to eight. So, mm. I mean, some are at 13, I think. But it averages about 10 episodes a season. <sighs> okay. <laughs> we catch up As one you... per actor. I catch up once per season. We debrief. Yeah, yeah right. I feel like I get out of this pretty easy. And I'm... Yeah, what's, <laughs> this is some bullshit right here. <laughs> I've seen you were here all for, of these things. You were here for some peer pressure. You had some great opinions to share. But, like, you haven't... You haven't walked away with any homework or anything like we have? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're going to have to watch it too. Like, you know. Uh, if, yeah, we need to find out about more shows that Emma hates and make her, like, hate watch them. Oh, I feel like we do that on some other podcasts that we record, don't we? Ah. <laughs> Maybe just. Right. Let's yeah. be like, Emma, you have to, uh, from the start, do Riverdale. <laughs> I think I'd be okay with it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I watched Sabrina, and they're like meant to be like kind of. Uh, I never finished Sabrina. It wasn't great. I just yeah, I got maybe one and a half seasons through. I watched it because I had nostalgia for the old show, and it definitely wasn't the old show. Oh, I was like, well, I started good. it now. I have to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Doctor No, Maddie. Um, well, yeah. I mean, send me through the list. Put the asterisks on the one that we've got to watch together, and then I'll I'll get going. Well. Doctor No, I just I'm I, I'm both excited and petrified about watching that with you, and I don't know whether maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should just let you watch that by yourself. I mean, I'll, with if I don't feed. like it, I'll, I'll start writing the puns related to Doctor No now. Okay. Like, <laughs> Doctor No Way in Hell, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
nurse what have i done you know <laughs> things like that i'll i'll have a few of those ready to go I feel like you've had a couple ready to go for a couple of years, just in case. <laughs> like, oh god, now he's having to use them. All right, well, uh, I look forward to checking back in with your progress. This is a as as the influencers online would say, Maddie. I'm just very proud of your journey, and I can't wait to watch it and watch you grow. So, um, you know, I think uh, I think you just hit all my trigger words except content creator. I think you oh. just hit them all in that one sentence. <laughs> well. Us as influencers watching your journey will create content and you will become a content creator. So there you go. Uh, where's the eject button? The- <laughs> that's, an epi- that's in movie number five, um, yeah, okay. actually. So yes, right. yes. Pulling the ripcord on this conversation as we speak. Get into geek.